I would actually take one with all the adjectives. It was like something, 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 radiant, humble pig. Like, I would wear that shirt. Let's make this happen. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? It's, and it's not written in, like, yes. web. It's, oh, my God, it's yes. It's written in just, like, Helvetica. Oh, I was going to say just... <laughs> oh. I was going to say just completely, um, like, uh, oh, God, American apparel just blank. Yes, no, that's exactly better, what better. I was thinking of. You know the shirts yes. that are, like, this and this and this also, and this and this? <laughs> radiant and extra tangent don't know if you saw this article but there was an article on decider about how um templeton in the animated movie as voiced by paul lind is like a secret gay icon oh yeah for sure (laughs) he has a song where he's in the carnival and he's just like talking about garbage Mm -hmm. it's great he's a crafting queen dragon of dime (laughs) <laughs> work Templeton. but yes please make work. me that shirt Keep if you make me that shirt i will wear it shut up and sit down hey there everyone haven't you heard we're still doing this podcast even though the world burns hey hey i thought hannah was supposed to be taking over these no oh I, hey, okay. that that basically rhymed. I'm impressed. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Welcome to the Bitchcast. <laughs> I'm superb songwriter and lyricist Alexander Price. I'm confused as to why Chris said "You're welcome," Hannah Jane Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> and I am sexy and confident, CCSU. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the sweatpants have really upped his confidence. <laughs> yes, everything fits. Everything fits. Hmm. <laughs> I am puzzled by your confidence. Why? It's just puzzling. It's a puzzling phenomenon that has occurred. I bring it to you every couch sitting. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> You're an How... enigma, Cece. Oh. <laughs> well, You're a I riddle. Mean... What's a puzzlement? <laughs> your face is a rebus of sorts. That's true. So, have we all been coping? <laughs> <laughs> so well, clearly. <laughs> Fire bad, tree pretty. <laughs> Puzzle good for Christopher. Puzzle True. Good for yeah. He's been Go ahead, Chris. Bragging. Brag. Brag, brag, brag. brag. Uh, that's nothing really to brag about. Just, okay. I suck at so Oh my things. god. <laughs> but yes, CC is good at puzzles. It's now canon. <laughs> I thought those sweatpants were giving you the confidence to talk about your puzzling abilities. <laughs> well, if we're going to go down that route. <laughs> yes. Um, we are in the same predicament everyone else is. And I've been passing the time. Alexander's been playing video games. I've been doing a lot of puzzles. Yeah. Jigsaw puzzles. Yes. I, I do enjoy a good jigsaw puzzle. And I haven't really done them in a very long time. And I just decided, oh, no, let me just, I have the time. Let me start it up. Why I'm going called... through them too fast jigsaw puzzles i think because the theory is you use like a miniature jigsaw in order to carve them yeah like a it's a tool that lesbians so it's the process own. of how it's made not how it's solved i think ah. i think originally they actually did use jigsaws now it's obviously like they have like this huge metal stamp thing that just no that sounds too it. convenient chris they mm. the art of jigsawing the is... artisan jigsaw men. yes artisanal <laughs> jigsaws Jigsawman. You Jig can't Sawyer. believe you're revealing our sponsor already. <laughs> First, they have to be a jigsaw apprentice. Uh, and then they graduate to jigsaw. 
Yeah. Great. Are you a jigsawer? <laughs> yeah. Yes. What do you call someone that puzzles, Chris? Someone who puzzles? Yeah. CC. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> a puzzler. Okay, great. An enigma. <laughs> An <laughs> enigma. <Me> enigma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay at them. I prefer my puzzles in crossword form. Yeah, you're really Agreed. good at them, I'm, I'm pretty good at crosswords also. I'm from a crosswording family. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Just from the bit I know about your family. Yeah. Not a fan of the jigsaw myself. I'm not very visual. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. abysmal at visuals? I'm not great. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. What gets in the way for me is my dyslexia and my inability to spell. So Spelling is more the problem. It's, it's yeah. both. They're interconnected. I love you can the always tell. You can always tell when someone does a lot of crossword puzzles because they've heard of the movie Yuli's Gold. Yes. Yep. Well, I know that but only for Oscar reasons. Oh, okay. But right, right, right. That's a different podcast. All right, no. Chris, if you need to sneak into the crossword puzzlers convention, I guess we'll let you. Oh no, I'm not definitely not allowed there. <laughs> They'll look at an me undercover say, heist operation that goes down at the National Crossword Convention. No, they at the entryway they asked me, he's like, name five unflying birds. Go. Emu. I'm it's in. always turn or earn. <laughs> yeah, E-R-N-E, they love. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, though, I think also the reason Chris is bad at crossword puzzles is he hates puns. That's so also any easy. kind oh, of Oh, yeah, like, no, then you're not going to enjoy a crossword puzzle. No, that's what I love is yeah. what I'm like, aha. Yeah, mm-hmm. when it comes to crosswords, I'm very literal. And then out there, it's like, oh, no, no, you should understand because this is when the longer there's a cro- There's a question mark. That means it's going to be a pun. <laughs> a turn of phrase. <laughs> Ooh, these letters are capitalized. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> I know your secret crossword. <laughs> Do you like escape rooms? I've never done one. I've, I've, I've I feel like you could enjoy an escape room. I think I would, but uh, because yeah. I'm the type of person I am, I'm terrified of doing it because if I'm not amazing at it, I'm going to be revealed to be the <laughs> fake that I am. He's a fraud. <laughs> this is my thoughts. This is my thoughts on Chris in an escape room. He's going to get bossy. Mm. Oh, he's going to start bossy? telling people <laughs> what to do. I, I mean, that's not... not necessarily a bad trait in an escape room because no. otherwise you just sort of like, you know, look at different things and the, like it's good to have someone to like force you in a direction in an escape room. Yeah. Have you ever done like, one? It sounds like a, uh, you need a leader, but not a bossy leader exactly. Yes, I did and it I once. Might, yeah. And it was fun. We did not quite win, but that was okay. We almost, we just, because we got it together a little too late. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I have only done an art installation escape room. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really actually interesting. It, so I'll explain it. So I went to this escape room with a friend and we were separated into two groups. Um, and then we were just told to, you know, as an escape room, just like do it. And like randomly selected. for. Yeah. Randomly selected in these two groups. And, um, it was like really horribly lit. There was like this hideous, there was this hideous red light. And then the puzzles were like not very clear. And then all of a sudden at one point there was like a spotlight of regular light. Mm-hmm. And when I put them in that, I saw that there were colors, but we had to keep moving things to this tiny shaft of light. And then there was also this like persistent like buzz throughout the entire Ooh. time. See that I would not enjoy. 
Well, see, and what happened At was... the end of it, we realized, because the other people were out already sitting, and they're like, mm-hmm. you didn't complete it. And they're like, okay, how was your experience? And the other people were like, it was really easy, and like, we all worked together really well, and it was fine. Um, and then we were watching you guys on the TV, and we couldn't tell what was going on and why you guys couldn't, like, figure stuff out. And we were told, basically, at the end of it, this was about privilege, and we <gasps> were in the we yeah. were in the unprivileged room. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it, we had the light situation, the noise. Things actively working against oh Actively working against God. me. Oh, my God. And yeah. the other people didn't know that we had that. They saw it normal. And they so they, like, like, Stanford they, experimented you? Kind yes. of, yeah, except without, you know, the bullying. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope somebody, like, I hope some, like, drug company paid you $200 for your time or something. <laughs> no, I wish. No, I, like, they it volunteered. W- but it was just one of those, like, it was interesting. I would like to do a regular escape room that isn't, like, skewed Fun? to. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, I was in a group with, like, because, you know, there were a lot of, like, couples or, like, two people that came together and, like, Half of us got split up, and then the other two got to be together. Yeah. So we had a couple and me and a single, and, like, there were two people in this group that just, like, could not do anything. So that was hard, too, of, like, to try to get people to do things. But it was was a fascinating uh, social experiment. (laughs) That scenario sounds like it would be good for, like, high schoolers. Like, that would be Mm -hmm. a decent high school exercise that might actually make, like, a 14-year-old think. question things yeah as opposed to like i'm an adult and i paid money to be here thankfully i didn't Uh, it was free it was free but it still was rough yeah and it caught it was like so stressful for the 20 minutes or whatever talk or whatever and puzzles should be relaxing they should be relaxing they're what i do you know i do my crossword puzzle with a cup of coffee with some frothed milk Mm because that's something i'm doing now we have, yes, I, froth I, that milk. Yeah, I realized yeah. that we had this frother that I didn't know what it was for. I thought it was for eggs. <laughs> that would actually uh, be good, though. I bet you could make some fluffy-ass scrambled eggs with a frother. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the one we did have for the longest time, it was sort of weak. It was one I was given for three years ago. And that one sort of started to die because it's so old. And uh, so Alexander made me get a new one. This one is so oh God, good. so fucking strong, Yeah, though. that will fluff up some eggs. If like you want business. some marshmallowy milk oat milk in the morning if you want Ooh. your eggs fluffed is is good it's good so i make a cafe there's so many dirty sounding things you could do to eggs yeah right? you can coddle them you can fluff them you can, you can scramble them. them spoon them mm-hmm. fork them you could flip them over <laughs> all right now <laughs> you can benedict them oh you yes. can florentine them benedicting eggs is just like good dicking a Florentining them. Florentining is something that's too nasty because Italians are involved. I thought benedicting would be like you're a traitor, but it's sexy. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I went all religious with it. No, I went to like spies on opposite yeah. sides having sex. I love a good spies. <laughs> that sounds like one of your books. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah, of course. I've read that like, book. I haven't read that. <laughs> of course you have. I read the gay version of that. It was very good. Um, like I haven't also read that. <laughs> I don't know, Hannah, are there a, a, other puzzles besides crossword puzzles that you actually enjoy doing? I was into Sudoku for a really long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of stopped because it gets really repetitive. Yeah. 
Yeah, I had a I, problem with with numbers. I'm not good with numbers. Yeah, oh. I still do like old school mind sweeping on my phone, Ooh. which I find very relaxing because I like I do like patterns. I find patterns yeah. soothing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. have a game on my phone. They do something similar with that too. Mm-hmm. We w- one of the puzzles that Chris just finished was a oh, yeah. mystery puzzle. Ooh. So what it is is they send you one box that mm-hmm. has two 500-piece puzzles in it, not separated, all the pieces mixed together, mm-hmm. and a little booklet telling you the mystery that you have to solve and Ooh. no image photos, like no reference photos. And it was cool and, until I started reading the mystery. Yeah, it's so badly written. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, they accidentally changed the name of yeah. the protagonist. So the detective is Howard Johnson. No, oh my god, stop. Yes, it was. It was? Howard Johnson. No, it wasn't. And then his assistant, Ron McDonald. Yes, it was. <laughs> but then at one point, Ron's name got changed to Dave for okay. one second. Sure. And then then um the person, there was other another person called oh, there was a homeless, there was a transient man named Arby. A wino. <gasps> I and love that. Had a beef with them. Yeah. Arby had a beef. Ar- with it them. said Arby had a beef. You have to admit, for a mystery <laughs> written by the Wendy's Twitter account, it was pretty good. <laughs> but it also got racist. Because it was about uh, a feud between a Chinese restaurant and an Indian restaurant. Oh my God. Stop. In London. Yeah. The puzzle <laughs> was called A for Arson. Oh my God. And there's follow ups. What an adventure. Uh, it was quite the adventure. I can't yeah. wait to see the film adaptation. Yeah. It stars Jude Law. <laughs> as Ron McDonald. And Judy Dench as the owner of the Indian food restaurant. <laughs> the best exotic marigold restaurant. Talking about Judy Dench. It's not like I wouldn't watch it right now. (laughs) Total tangent, but talking about Judy Dench. So you've heard about the Cats movie Butthole Cut? Yes, of course. Okay. A comedy group made a, like, two-minute trailer for the Butthole Cut. Uh Uh-huh. It's quite funny. So many pink If it doesn't have somebody singing Butthole to the tune of memory, (laughs) I'm not interested. (laughs) It doesn't. (laughs) Then I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't think we've said this on here, but now considering all the various uh, versions of cats that apparently exist somewhere in the universe, I need them to actually put together a box set <laughs> with the butthole version. The, the Judy Hinge, yeah. the Judy, Judy Dench hand version. Yes. <laughs> the, the bad CGI version, the slightly mm-hmm. better CGI version. The one the with Jason Gorilla's ju- dick. I, yeah. The version that's just the Ian McKellen parts. <laughs> <laughs> a version of them pre-CGI, just all of these people and whatever they were wearing while they were filming. Just the them. rehearsal footage, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to know like, in what sort of costumes that they, they Ian McKellen had to wear, and he refused and he just painted his nude body green. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> we haven't watched that. Did you end up watching it? No, not yet. Well, then yeah, maybe. It's out on DVD soon. It's, uh, uh, I think they've well, released it. on demand. Yeah, yeah they released it early. Demand. Yeah, we so might we need to, to figure out a way to do that and watch it high like we intended. Originally planned. Mm, like it was always meant to be seen. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, the greatest puzzle of all is how that movie came to be. Mm-hmm. And no one will I ever solve need, it. I also need on my box set of this one uh, that has a 
audio commentary of the director explaining himself. And then <laughs> I also need a riff tracks on one of the audio things for this box set. You mean Tom Hooper? Tom Hooper apologizes Hoopa. for nothing. Yeah, for the first thing. He apologized want, for nothing. He, I'm not asking him to apologize. I'm just asking him to explain himself. If Tom Hooper ever was... made apologies, then Russell Crowe would never have worn that hat. <laughs> Is that the worst thing that Russell Crowe did in that movie? Wore a hat? It was Stars. the first worst thing. <laughs> that's right. not a man who was made for hats. That's not a man that's made for much. I don't know. Gladiator hat. Oh, you're right. It was better when you took it Gladiator off. Gladiator hat? <laughs> yeah. Gladiator hat? What's a gla- What? <laughs> What's the helmet he wore in Gladiator? He didn't wear a hat. His helmet is not a hat, and he did oh, not no. wear one. Now, he I want. He, he had to have it at one point so that when he took it off, he did this bigger reveal. It's like, I'm Aurelius and I'm here to kill you. That thing, The first time he defeats the battle. Okay, I don't want to hear about that. What I'm now thinking of as a Gladiator hat is like a bonnet, like a sunbonnet. An armored sunbonnet. I thought you meant like a, a woman's hat, the a hair hat. Uh, oh, like a wig? Yeah. No. I'm this sorry. Christopher, Christopher, I need I to pause for a sec. No, no, no. I need to pause you. Do you think that anything that goes on a person's head is a hat? Yes. Like helmets are hats and wigs are hats. And sometimes... For the record, Alexander refers to wigs as hats all the damn time. <laughs> all the fucking time. Yeah, if they're plopped on a head, they are a hat. So that is my thing. If it is on a head, it is a hat. I have never referred to it as when a helmet a as a hat, poops though. on your head, that poop is now a hat. <laughs> Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take a couple of minutes. Hey, what's that sound I hear? Oh, is it my Broadway bidet? Bidet, bidet. It is. Bidet, bidet. Our sponsor this week oh, is, dear of course, Lord, I love that spray. The Broadway bidet. Have you noticed there's a shortage of toilet paper out there? Well, have we got the new product for you? That's right. The Broadway bidet is a bidet that uses classic Broadway numbers to time how long you should be cleaning your precious butthole. Buttholes all alone in the moonlight. Has the moon seen my butthole? It is washing alone. And do you wonder what Broadway actors are doing these days during the time off? They have contributed these songs, of course. All your favorite Broadway songs with just a soussant of toilet humor. Let the splash in. Let the splash splash in. In your butthole. And not only the splash is it sanitary. It's also entertaining. So make sure when you buy your Broadway today, use the code BITCHES at checkout. Hey, it's that (laughs) time you know it and you love it. Housekeeping. And my house is dusty. Actually, it's not. I've been cleaning a lot more recently, unshockingly. So fucking clean. Yeah, right it's clean and organized. But that's yeah. not the housekeeping we're talking about. No, no, no. We're talking about podcast housekeeping. So if you like this podcast, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. No one's doing anything right now. 
Yeah, and we got multiple uh, podcasts from Thorpe Inc. to take a look at Thorpe as well. Inc., that's T-H-W-O-R-P-I-N-C. Like Pod Leadup, that's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards, which is what I would call our flagship podcast mm-hmm. right now. It's where we discuss America's Next Top Model, and those are all available on Hulu and Amazon. So what perfect time to watch the lots garbage fire that is of reality America's Next Top Model. Yeah, and or, also uh, we have it's an honor just to be podcasted, a podcast that's just me and Alexander, in which I play Christopher, not Cece. He's very different. He's far nerdier, and he tries to convince Alexander to give a shit about award shows. But that one is family friendly, so I will not be saying shit on that. No, give a what? Uh, oh, oh, now can you get to these fucking questions because it's been too long. Yes. I have I have so much advice to give. And I'm just going to preempt these. Most of these were sent to us before social distancing, Good. so don't Good. give me any kind of shit about the Good. advice. I, no, I want that. That's what yeah. I want of the before times. Yes. I mean, the but long, do long we ago. give do we give before times appropriate advice or post times appropriate I, advice? I don't know. I guess it depends on the question. Maybe a mix of both. Yeah. Mm. I think a spider is stalking me. For a while, there was this fairly large black and yellow spider in my garden, and then one day it disappeared. A couple of days later, I saw one look just like it in uh, in my parking lot at work. Then again, outside my grocery store. How do I get it to leave me alone? And this is from Ebony. File a restraining order. I think the real question is, what does the spider want from you? Love. What do they Lies. always want? As stalkers go, honestly, I'd take a spider. Is it eating yeah, mosquitoes for you? Ooh. I mean, is a stalker staying outside? Seemingly, yeah, it hasn't gotten in your car, which I yeah. will say, I don't mind spiders outside, and I don't even mostly mind spiders inside my house. But if I was in a car and a spider was in there, I would lose my shit. I generally don't mind spiders. I like spiders. Yeah, I'm good with that. What if it was in your car? I think I could share a car with a spider. I just wouldn't want like close to your hmm. face. You just don't want it like in your face. But I could generally yeah, share wanna, space. You don't want it on your pillow when you roll over in the morning as it's holding a tiny French toast. No, that's a little too much. <laughs> that's a little too much. I don't, I don't know. Tiny French toast, though. But it's made with flies. It's Oh. I, I couldn't think of a pun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to spend the next 20 minutes trying to figure out that one. No. Spiders no. just feel, um, like, very cultured. They make beautiful webs. Oh, yeah. I always think of spiders drinking tea. They have skinny legs, and everybody knows that that means you're very cultured. Yes. I think, I guess when I think of spiders, I tend to think of them all as either female or gay men. Yes. Sure. Accurate. That's true. You said it was a black and yellow spider? Yeah. How chic. Oh. Yeah. Black and yellow is a great combination. Oh, maybe you could take it out to the opera. I think we're also speaking from a place of spider privilege because we grew up either on the East Coast or in California. Like, my friends from Texas do not feel this way about spiders, (laughs) which is understandable when they're large and hairy. Yes. Okay, the hairiness, yeah, that does change them a little bit. In California, we do have... We had some big-ass spiders. Well, I'm not talking about big-ass spiders. We do have the brown recluse spiders in California, which are a nasty. Yeah. And will, like, give you flesh-eating pockets of... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with tarantulas. Like, I like, I like me a delicate spider. Yeah, like a daddy long legs. Mm -hmm, For sure, always. I love a daddy spider. (laughs) I saw. Oh, I once saw a daddy long legs eating a black widow spider in my yard. And you went, yes, yes, yes. Go for Mm -hmm. you, daddy. I was like, ha ha. That's when you discovered you like daddies. Yeah, that was the moment. Yeah, you said as a child, right? (laughs) 
But how would you get a spider to leave you? I mean, have you just tried being really direct with it? Um, like, look. Saying, like, it's not you, it's me. I'm, I'm just, just not, not interested spiders. in spiders. Right now. Right At now. this point in my life, I'm well, not interested in spiders. Well, I guess the question is, is a spider stalking you because it's romantically interested? Or is it just a fan? Oh. Ooh. Ebony, are you from any season of Top Model <laughs> where there's at least one There Ebony? could be so many that you could be from. <laughs> like, did it approach you in the garden one day and you were a little too nice to it and signed whatever they asked you to sign. And now it thinks that you guys have a friendship or also did something go down in the garden that you're unaware of. (gasps) Oh, Oh, like what? Like, did you snip a leaf that it was living on? And so now it's coming back for revenge. Yes. Or it just wants like, I don't know. Reparations. Back rent or something. Mm. Mm. What those gay spiders do like drama. I want this spider. I want this stalker spider to start. So this is my advice for the spider. You got to be more direct. Yes. I need, I need that. I need some pig written in silk. We all know you can do it. Yeah, yeah. we know all spiders know human language. It's true. If you want something from Ebony, you need to be more direct and talk about your feelings. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, just quick tangent. Why aren't there more crochet pillows that say "some pig" on them? <laughs> <laughs> like you can't can have I your sure? own Etsy store, Christopher. <laughs> Yes. He's just going to have merchandise. All this weird Charlotte's Web merchandise where it's like a shirt where it just says something with an arrow pointing up. Oh, my God. Or to the side. Or down. Ew. (laughs) And there's the end. (laughs) When my girlfriend and I moved in together, I accepted the fact that she is terrible of plants. And so I told her not to worry about mine and that I would take care of them. She swears that she has been leaving them alone, but three months in and they are all dead. Is she lying or is she cursed? And this is from Sarah. Cursed. <laughs> Hannah, did you send this in? You raised your hand as though you're like, no, I that's just me. feel her. I just feel her. I feel I feel the girlfriend. Okay. She's cursed. I went on a full before we before we get into the advice part of this, I went on a full journey because I assumed Christopher misspoke and said plans instead of plants. And then he came back around when he said they're all dead. And so... So he's saying that all my plans are dead. All my plans are dead. Hey, my girlfriend's bad with plans. Do you have any plans. plans tonight? No, they're all dead. They're dead. <laughs> my girlfriend killed them. Okay. Now advice time. She's cursed. Yeah. Chris is bad. Yes. Chris yeah. is... Uh, this girl is cursed the way Christopher is cursed. I am good with I plans. No, you're not. Yes, I, I am. One year for our anniversary, it was plants and fruits. And I, for our anniversary, got Christopher a, like, succulent of the month club. So for three months, he got a different, you know, easy, breezy, miniature succulent. succulent. They all died so quickly. (laughs) Yeah, but these were also plants that got sent over. Don't you just leave succulents alone, though? Like, aren't the succulents the one you just don't do anything to? to? Yeah. Yes. And, And that's what I did. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm just going to say, putting myself in the girlfriend's shoes, Mm -hmm. I am, as is canonical, terrible with plants. Mm -hmm. That means I have no desire to touch them. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to sneak behind your back and touch the plant if you've told me not to touch the plant. I don't want to go near it. So did did she murder these plants or is is she being set up? I am. She's being set up. So my question to Sarah, the question asker, is... Do you give the impression that you love these plants more than your girlfriend? Ah. Uh, and she felt the need to concentrate your attention by getting rid of the competition. Or did the cat do it? 
I think it's like a the craft situation. Oh, and when okay. she walks Ooh. by, they just like wither. Because yeah. she has so much witch power. Okay, I'm on board with that. I'm also on board with the cat theory that I posited. Yeah, you think because if the cat's just peeing on stuff? Cats? Yeah, the cats hate the plants. Or the cat hates Sarah's girlfriend. And is or like, the cat this loves the, the plants, and that's how it shows its love. It's really into uh, water sports. Exactly. It thinks it's helping. It sees it you water helping. the plants. Yes. And it's like, mm-hmm. ah, I have water for the plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do like the thought that the cat is setting up the girlfriend. Yes. Oh, yes. Because we all know cats are jealous. And saboteurs. And saboteurs, because they're all so all French. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say definitely you have a cat saboteur or it's a the craft situation. Yeah. Either is great and witchy and womanly. Mm. And I'm here for all three of those. <laughs> <laughs> I think my bird doesn't like me. End of question. That's from Gary. Mm. Gary, birds don't like people. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that the answer to your non-question is yes. Yes. Your bird does not <laughs> like you. I, it would be impossible for me to picture a bird liking you and not now some people some people will disagree with us sure because i have friends who grew up with birds and feel a way about them particularly like love birds which can apparently be affectionate towards humans yeah yeah if i were a bird i wouldn't like people no no i mean especially a person that made me be inside all the time yeah so that is a good point. I don't know if I'm the only one here that has this story or it's a universal story, like all of Hannah's stories. <laughs> but I, when I was growing up, there was this little old man in a power wheelchair that used to go to the shopping plaza and sit in his wheelchair covered in pet birds. Little like... Wait, multiple ones? Yeah, at least five. Oh, this is different from my stories. It's always a person with one old bird on their shoulder. No, this man had little teeny little parakeets that would just hang around him and kiss him and kiss. Like, you could come up and, like, get a little, like, peck from the bird. I don't know what. Oh, oh, wait. Yes. Other people would get little pecks from the bird? You could go up and. Oh, so he's just a full-on, like, pedophile. No, there were adults, too. He was just a lonely old man that, like, lived at the retirement home nearby. Yeah, because there was a retirement. And he just wants to share his birds with the world. His bird love. Yeah. Huh. Uh, no, I have no reference for this. No. I'll, yeah. I don't either. But have... it is it is just difficult. To, I mean, maybe every once in a while there could be a special person. But those birds were outside. Who is like slightly more a bird? In a previous yeah, life. like a bird in a previous life, slightly more bird than human that birds like feel an affinity for. Like that person with the ravens who we gave advice to. Oh, oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. but I err on the side of birds are going to hate you unless there are very specific mitigating. Yeah, circumstances. I agree. I, I wouldn't go out of my way to say the birds would hate you. Mm. I mean, I'm sure many of them do. I just feel like birds are in their own space, and we are just like slightly moving objects that occupy. Or are we just like slightly off a plane and just yeah. will never get along? Yeah, yeah. Because like, sure. you look at like one of those birds that lives to like 80 or something, and you go, I'm going to outlive you. I don't want to get connected. I think it's just like, it's just Another... like a her situation where ah. we're just not evolutionarily the same. That shit used yeah. to be a dinosaur. Yes. Yeah. And, and we if you used look to in be eyes... Neanderthals. And it knows. Yeah. yeah. It knows. It, it remembers. It knows. The birds you... remember. <laughs> Yay, Petra's Farm reference. 
if you look into a bird's eye and you don't see just cold death, God love you. Yeah. Yeah. I look into a bird's eye and I see that long extended flashback scene from uh, Tree of Life. Ugh, I hate that fucking movie. I do not look into bird's eyes because I do not crave death. That is the end of the podcast. It's always a sad song near the end. There's dance and wristy <laughs> moves because we love to groove. H- Hannah, I so appreciate you dancing for us during this because it does. It doesn't add to the podcast, but it just adds to our lives. <laughs> they can hear no, it. No, it was just they for can you. hear it. <laughs> it comes, My it comes over. I was say, you, were summoning, you can feel you were it. Praising to the goddess. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was ribbon dancing without the ribbon. <laughs> so for the bitch cast, <laughs> I have been Alexander Price. I hope to continue to be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And if you couldn't tell, that was CC's Basile dancing for you. So good night. And fuck on. (laughs) 